Is it a picture or a video? Oh, God. <laughs> I look fucking drunk. <laughs> You're like, this is going to be a great episode, guys. Get ready. Jordan it's... is on one. <laughs> when you're tipsy as hell. <laughs> oh tipsy God. off of this watermelon kombucha. Oh, my God. It's delicious. It, I know. It's so good. It Jordan. Is. That's me. We went to the beach today, and we somehow were able to find parking, even though... Is it rolling? Yeah. Okay, good. I figured it'd be kind of fun to have some... Some B-roll? Some B-roll. Yeah, we went to the beach this morning, and we drove around for probably an hour looking for parking. We eventually found one, though. I would have been really mad if we had driven that all that way and then driven for an hour looking for parking. It's been crazy lately. Like, I'm pissed that it's this busy. I've told you about my plan. What to Who's s- the mayor of St. Pete? <laughs> What's her name? Uh, uh, I just saw something about her the other day. I'm going to get in trouble for not knowing this. <laughs> the St. Pete. <laughs> I already got put on blast by my boss for saying that I know more than other people in the very first episode. I don't know who the mayor of St. Pete is. I don't either. But I have, an, I have a message for her. Yep. I think people who live in St. Pete who are locals, should get parking at the beach. I wouldn't yeah. even pay for it, but there should be parking, like a permit. Rick Kreisman? I thought it was a woman. What if... Okay, what if... <laughs> Unless her name is Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a guy. <laughs> um. Yeah, so maybe there's already a thing like that, but it really is. breaks my heart yeah. that I live here and that when I try to go to the beach, like when I have a visitor mm-hmm. and I want to bring them to the beach, if I don't go at six in the morning, I can't get parking right? because all these fucking tourists are here going to the beach. Yep. Maybe they're not all tourists, but it feels like it. And it really makes me sad. It makes me sad too, because I don't want to drive to the beach and not be able to find a single parking spot. Yeah. It's not like we have a caravan of cars. We I need know. one parking spot. I know. And I'm not going there to like be there all day, just like you. I'm like, when you yeah, live we here, were there you go like to like hang out for like an hour mm-hmm. and then go. I'm like, I should have a parking but space. But it's sad when you go and you drive for an hour and then you only are at the beach for an hour and then you're like, I, w- I was driving just as long as yeah. I was here. I know. That's why I do like the opportunity to go like during the week that's the best i love living here though me too it's the closest to hawaii i can get for a while Mm -hmm. well you never know yeah never say never never (laughs) say never what is that from is that from i don't know but i know what you're talking yeah the pigeon sings it it's a cartoon movie oh it's the um rescuers yeah or is it fievel fievel yeah but which fievel is it fievel goes west no, that's the one where he's in New York because it's a pigeon. Yes, yeah, you're right. Oh, Fievel. We should watch that. Fievel would be such a cute name for a kitty. It would be. A little boy named Fievel. Fievel. Fievel West. Those movies really make me cry. <laughs> I know. Every single one They're of them. so good. Weren't we going to talk about movies that like make us... Yeah, like movies that shaped our... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our beings. Star Wars, Jurassic <laughs> yes. Park. Yeah. Harry Potter. Yep. Harry Potter was a little later. Yes. Balto. I have a tattoo of Balto yep. on my side. Pretty much all of the like classic Disney movies for sure. Oh yeah. My grandma had like a whole cabinet full of all yeah. the VHS. I wonder if she still has them. Probably. Emily, do you listen to this? I think my mom still has a lot of mine. The VHS? Yeah. Because we used to still have, I think up until, maybe she got rid of it, but we used to have the TV still that played. They had like the built-in VHS player. Do you think that those will ever be worth a lot? I don't think so. Maybe in like a thousand years? I know. When they're... Yeah, I mean, like, there are probably people who collect them just because of the physical 
the antiquity. Yeah, like I just think people probably like have like just like cassette tapes. Yeah, and they records. just take up a lot of space. They do, and yeah, they're like very chunky. Yeah, they are super <laughs> chunky. And you remember the the sensation of like the the container? Yes. It's like super they're like squishy. It's like squishy. Yeah, yeah. but they were fun because you can, and like air fill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were the for, sound. They were, like, puffy. The... Yeah. Yeah, I I having liked, to um... like physically rewind the tape. Oh my god. Yeah, the memories. The artwork on them was always, like, at least for the Disney movies, was, like, very intricate and, like, fun to look at. I can't even imagine a non-Disney VHS tape, because in my brain, all the VH tapes are Disney. We actually have, Josh has a bunch of VHS tapes that he had from childhood. We still have them here. Because, actually, we we have a DVD player that has a VHS player built in still. We don't have it hooked up, but we have it still. We should do that one night. We should watch some VHS. We should. I wonder if, What does it stand for? <laughs> Video. It don't matter. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> I don't know. See you later. <laughs> See you freaking later. <laughs> oh no. Well, welcome to episode six. Yeah. I guess I should say that. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us. Yep. We're happy to have you here. It's May first today. It's gonna be May. <laughs> I was really. I yeah. I contemplated saying it. I know. <laughs> Doesn't apply. I should have said it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, episode six, May first. By the time you hear this, it'll be Monday the third. And today is kind of a special day. There's six planets in Earth right now. The sun and moon are trining. Um, a trine is when the sun and moon or two planets are both in the same element. So, um, but not the same sign. So the sun is in Taurus and the moon is in Capricorn, which is another earth sign. So they are trining. They're both in earth and there's a lot of other planets and earth signs right now. So yeah, six planets in earth, very grounded energy throughout the whole weekend. Not a lot of air or fire in the sky. So if you're feeling a little more chill, yeah, chill this weekend, or if you're like kind of wanting to get like more practical things done, that would be why. Like earth energy is all about it's funny because like tax season is right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's about like that money, organizing, yeah. cleaning, building, manifesting, mm-hmm. cooking, making lists, accomplishing tasks, being dependable, being calm, being grounded. It's something that I'm missing personally, <laughs> but I do respect it. <laughs> earth energy is cool. Yeah. The downside of Earth is like kind of being controlling or mm. boring, stingy judging usually yourself but also other people being super particular picky about things or thinking things aren't good enough or that they need improvement but then they also like to resist change yeah there's a lot going on yeah i don't have a lot of earth energy you have some earth energy i do but yeah i like earth people Mm -hmm. earth people are cool i think it's because like i like i like chillness i respect chillness yeah 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 um so by the time you hear this, it'll be Monday the 3rd of May. Mercury, Venus, and Uranus are still going to be in Taurus, and the Sun, of course. So that's four planets in Taurus. Um, Mars is still in Cancer. Neptune is in Pisces. Pluto's in Capricorn. And then Saturn and Jupiter and the Moon are going to be in Aquarius. So more air energy coming in. That should be good for getting things moving a little bit more after yeah. the weekend. And then there was something else I wanted to say about Monday, but... I can't remember right now. I should probably, I wanted to go back through, since I'm giving you all the planets and where they are, I wanted to just briefly talk about what the planets mean again, mm-hmm. just super quickly. So the sun, 
represents your basic personality, the ego, the self, vitality, consciousness itself, pretty cool. Mercury, Mercury represents your thoughts, your communication, and intelligence. Venus represents attraction, relationships, beauty, art, love. The moon represents your subconscious, your emotions, your instincts, which usually means your habits as well. Uh, Mars represents aggression, sexuality, competition, action, desire. Saturn represents structure, law, responsibility, discipline. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, so right now the moon's in Capricorn. So are you feeling structured? Are you feeling disciplined or responsible? (laughs) (laughs) Jupiter uh, rules luck, growth, abundance, understanding. Uranus rules eccentricity, change, rebellion, reform. Neptune represents dreams, imagination, intuition, and mysticism. And Pluto represents transformation, power, death, rebirth, and evolution. So personally, I think Pluto is the coolest. The sun is, um, Leo is ruled by the sun. Gemini and Virgo are ruled by Mercury. These are all the traditional rulings. Libra and um, Taurus are ruled by Venus. Cancer is ruled by the moon. Aries is ruled by Mars. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, which makes sense. Eccentricity. (laughs) Rebellion. (laughs) Pisces is ruled by Neptune, which makes sense. Dreams, imagination. And then Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. Transformation, power, death, rebirth. That's a little rundown of what all the planets are, because I know we talk about them a lot, and that's something that I feel like we kind of got to start getting down, where you kind of like know what the different planets mean. So that would be Monday. Monday, um, the moon's going to be heading into Aquarius. We love that. (laughs) Tuesday, the 4th, the moon's still in Aquarius. All the other planets are still in that same spot. Wednesday, the moon's moving from Aquarius into Pisces. That's where my moon is. So water energy coming back in. Another meaningful thing that's happening on Wednesday the 5th is that Mercury is moving um, from Taurus. So that Earth um, energy, we probably think that like you've been more, maybe I guess less talkative lately while Mercury's been in Taurus or a little more slow with your communication. But Mercury's moving into Gemini. Uh, Gemini loves Mercury and Mercury loves Gemini. So that's going to change some things up. You might find, and the interesting thing about Wednesday is that the moon's moving in from Aquarius into Pisces. So from unattached to water sign emotions <laughs> and Mercury's moving from slow earth to quick air. So we got our emotions moving into a water sign, which rules emotions and dreams and stuff like that. Um, that's I'm talking about Pisces. I feel like I'm being very like all over the place with my words, but basically the moon, which rules our emotions, is moving into a water sign. Pisces, dreamy, very emotional sign, and then Mercury is moving from Earth into an air sign that is very quick, loves to talk, all that stuff. So you can imagine how things are going to kind of switch up during the middle of the week. It's also Cinco de Mayo, so there's Woo. just a lot. <laughs> lot happening that day so i feel like wednesday is going to be one of those days where like the high road will be like you're having a great time communicating your emotions with people that you're surrounded by like that could be a really good thing but then there's also the like the idea that maybe like negative emotions Mm -hmm. you're very quick maybe to talk (laughs) i don't know i'm not like i'm not a professional astrologer i just know that that's probably going to be a meaningful transition um so wednesday is going to be a big change up in the energy more water and air and then thursday everything's gonna remain the same from there 
The moon's um, still going to be in Pisces through Friday. On Saturday, we got some changes again. Saturday, the moon's going to move into Aries. Finally, we're going to have some fire back in the sky right now. There is literally none, and there's not going to be any until Saturday. So once again, maybe your energy will rev up again on Saturday. Whenever there's no fire in the sky, you really have to take it upon yourself to rev up, to rev up your own fire. That's another thing that I'm personally missing. So I find that like... I have to kind of like instigate my own fire, start my own fire to feel good. Come Saturday when the moon goes back into Aries, maybe getting that fire back in the air. Plus Venus is moving into Gemini along with Mercury. So we'll have more fire, more air. There'll be some reprieve from all the earth and water, all that slower energy that we've had for the past week or so. And then sun, no change. The moon's still in Aries. Everything is right where... We left off Venus and Mercury will be in Gemini and then everything else will be in those other signs. So yeah, that's kind of what we're looking at. And then since the following episode, episode seven will be released May 10th, that doesn't give us much time to talk about it beforehand, but um, the following week, Tuesday, May 11th, that's a new moon, a new moon in Taurus. So new moon is all about like beginning another energetic cycle. Kind of just start to think about like what you're going to make your goal or practice for the next month or so starting that Tuesday. Um, Taurus energy wants you to make it something practical. So <laughs> so think of something practical that you can start or just start focusing on for the next lunar cycle that'll start on May 11th. I think that's all I have for the weather today. Oh, I wanted to say too, the website that I get the astro weather from, Oh yeah, it's called theplanetstoday.com. And anyone can look at that. You can go as far as you want into the future and as far as you want yeah. into the past. And it just shows you a picture of what the sky looks like mm-hmm. and tells you about the um, the uh, stuff that's coming up. Oh, I, I didn't know that it told you about the stuff that was coming up. I literally just kept clicking forward, 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 and yeah. I was just finding them. <laughs> but yeah, so it's pretty easy to use. So if you want to start looking at that, you can. Theplanetstoday.com. Cool. We are going to talk about Capricorn today for just a second next in our lineup in the backwards order uh my little brother's a capricorn Aww. do you know any shout Capricorns? Out connor. <laughs> yeah shout out connor um not that i know of i'm sure i do but nobody yeah. that i know isn't vince's girlfriend a capricorn oh she might be i know that she was an earth sign Let me... but i can't remember i should see if i can find her birthday <laughs> shout out michelle <laughs> it's december 22nd to january 19th is capricorn all that earth energy. I'm settling to the ground. <laughs> birthday is December 27th. Yeah. Okay. Damn, Sorry. I'm good. Sorry, Michelle. I had... <laughs> Damn, I'm good. No, I looked up your birthday on Facebook. <laughs> I remember exactly when she told me her birthday. We were in the speakeasy behind Bodega. Yeah. I remember we talked about it. I just <laughs> And Josh and Ryan were at the bar. Yeah. Oh, my no, God. God. <laughs> that was fun. That was a crazy um, night. <laughs> So yeah, Capricorn, it's an earth sign. It's the first earth sign we've talked about. Um, It's ruled by Saturn. Something cool is that traditionally it's ruled by Saturn and esoterically it's ruled by Saturn. Like what? That's so cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, Which makes total sense because Capricorn is all about productivity, results, discipline, getting shit done even if it's not fun. Capricorn people are super driven. Mm -hmm. Um, Or Capricorn energy, I guess I should say. But um, Capricorns want to serve a function for the whole at best. So the high road of Capricorn is using that productivity to make the world a better place. The lower road of Capricorn, not that there's anything not spiritual about this, but um, is doing it for yourself, like getting that money, getting that prestige, being number one. Earth energy is all about the follow through. Mm -hmm. So no sympathy for people who don't get their 
stuff done. Capricorn is all about like that number one, the CEO, the like, getting shit done. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't like to compromise. Um, they're usually really good at what they do. I will actually I have a personal testament to this. The best veterinarian I have ever met in my whole life. I worked as a vet tech for a while, but I worked with a lot of different vets, especially when I moved down here. And the best vet that I have ever met was a Capricorn. She was like the first, like, like besides my brother, mm-hmm. like adult Capricorn yeah. <laughs> that I like formed a relationship with and literally so amazingly good at her job. Yeah. She was just like the most proficient person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And she was so fun. Like she, but so like that's, I feel like that goes to show you that there's more to like you than just your sun sign. But yeah, exactly. But she definitely was like super good at what she did. And so when I read that, I was like, uh, hell yeah. Yeah. Just like really good at stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Capricorns love to feel successful. That's something that really lights them up. They want to be number one, um, which I can also, my little brother, he's a really good wrestler and he really likes like fitness and stuff like that. And I feel like he's very competitive and he wants to be the best in yeah. that realm of things. They're solid and steady in relationships. If they feel acknowledged, they really want to be acknowledged for their hard work as well. So they know that they're good at what they do and they want you to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, usually they're pretty conservative and like scheduled and respectful people. They can be complaining and nitpicky about stuff, but I think it's because they think that they're trying to help you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like people can take that personally. Yeah. But I think that it's out of love. Yeah, you know? right. They just want to help. Yeah, they're just like, you know, this would work better if I did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they just want to improve your situation or the situation. So people can see Capricorn energy as like bossy or arrogant. And I read that some of the lessons that Capricorn energy is here to learn is um, to serve humanity through their quest for excellence instead of just themselves, which once again, there is no judgment here. (laughs) You can still try to be great for yourself, but like, that's something like if you can, if you can find a way to work hard and be number one in a way that serves like the greater whole, like I feel like that is like just, it's good. (laughs) Yeah. Chef's kiss. Um, and then also apparently, and I don't know much about this, although my little brother, maybe it says that apparently Capricorns need to learn how to apologize. And I did not get this from like some like Rin. (laughs) I got these from like the books that we have, but yeah, it's like apparently because of their stubbornness, something that really evolves their own spirit is learning to like step back and be like, Mm -hmm. maybe I'm not always right. Yeah. Um, and it also said that Capricorn rules the knees. And, and it said, and it literally said, sometimes you need to kneel down and say you're sorry. So I don't know what Capricorns need to hear this. I don't know anything about it. I'm just a vessel. I'm just. I'm just. Can you imagine if somebody said sorry to you by getting on their knees and like. I mean. That'd be so weird. I'm sure it's happened to people who listen to this. That's, I think that's the thing people do too. I mean, I guess so. Baby, come back. Yeah, like maybe in a really serious situation. Um, something I wanted to start doing too is like crystals or stones that are good for a sign. Oh, I so like I just that. wanted to do. There's so many that you could do for a lot of this. Like if you look up s- certain crystals for any sign, yeah, there's like a thousand that'll come up because yeah. there are certain crystals that everyone just should have. Right, right. <laughs> Which we talked about a little bit last episode, yeah. but um, so Capricorn's birthstone is garnet. And then Amethyst is the birthstone of Aquarius and Pisces. That's a little extra something there. And then, like I said, esoterically, it's ruled by Saturn as well as traditionally. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's all about Capricorn from yours truly, the (laughs) non-astrologer. Sincerely. Sincerely, this girl. (laughs) 
you want to do the stuff next? I would love to okay. because it's so freaking cool to me. And by the stuff, we're going to talk about our prenatal lunar and solar eclipses that we learned from the spiritual astrology book we both have. If you haven't looked into this, you totally should. Yeah. It's you should also so get this book cool. because this It's really well done. I think in thorough. It's very similar. It's similar but different to the first book that we read pretty much about astrology where it's like very easy to to understand but also like different angle of certain yeah, things, yeah. Yeah, it's like not exactly the same information. But obviously it all aligns. Like I feel like yeah, there's nothing all, that's contradictory in this. No, it's just like kind of expanding on things and it it just addresses other stuff that I don't really think is in that book. Yeah. So it's really good. Spiritual yeah. astrology by Jan Spiller. So solar and lunar prenatal eclipses. Basically, while you're in the womb, there's at least one solar eclipse and lunar eclipse. Sometimes there's multiple. If there's multiple, that just means that there's a little extra in your chart. The lunar eclipse is what your soul is learning to emotionally embrace, according to this book. I think this is kind of like a new subject too, solar and lunar eclipses, based on what she had written in the book. Like, I don't know that this is something that was... A lot of people talk about. Yeah, but it definitely seems pretty well thought out because yeah. mine was super it's very detailed <laughs> accurate yeah and i don't know if i'm saying that right i just know that there was something in the book about how like um it's not something that a lot of people focus too highly on gotcha just be, but i also think that so much of astrology is what not a lot of people focus like yeah. on but that it's like the most important part um yeah. but anyway your lunar eclipse is what your soul is learning to emotionally embrace in this incarnation if you believe in that and then your solar eclipse is what your soul is learning to teach other people mm-hmm. in this incarnation. Yeah. So what do you want to start with? Do you want to do solar first? I have talked already about mine. I feel like I would love to hear yours okay. first and then we can go through mine. Because okay. I feel like I, because I read this a little, like a couple weeks back. Yeah, you already, like last episode. I like episode, gazed through it a little bit before this just to like okay. write down some things that really well, stuck with me. I just looked at mine today, so it'll be fresh on my brain. Cool. And then I highlighted some other stuff, so okay. we can talk about it. But yeah, so it's in this book, but I guarantee you there's a way to find it on the internet for sure. Yeah, All you definitely. have to do is like, even in this book, um, there's just a bunch of dates of different eclipses. Yeah. Um, and you just find the ones that were nearest to your birth date before your birth date. Mm-hmm. So while you were... Um, in the womb. In the womb. Okay. Tell me about yours. Which one? I think maybe lunar or solar. Lunar first. What else? You can do it either way. So we can do lunar first. My lunar eclipse is in Sagittarius. So. One of my faves. Okay. So it says the mission is that you have come into this life to break all prejudices and to learn to understand the common thread that runs through all forms of philosophy, religion, and spirituality. Oh my god, wait. I think that is so, very cool. Do you know what my lunar eclipse says? Tell me. <laughs> so mine, I was reading the past life section of it, and it says, you have learned the common denominator, the common thread that runs uh, through all philosophy uh, and all religion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are learning yeah, from each other. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so interesting. Anyway, keep no, going. That's awesome. It was just funny because the way that you had said that, I was like, I. <laughs> it's like, it sounds 
like yours, except you've already well. That was it like because your... it talks about like the lessons that you had previously learned and okay. now what you were onto. But anyway, yeah. go on, Sagittarius. That's interesting. Lunar eclipse. Let's see. Past life influences. You need to unlearn the prejudices that you absorbed in previous lifetimes. And mine also says I have a fear that society will rub its prejudices <laughs> off on me. <laughs> Ours are pretty parallel, I would say. Uh, In this life, you are exposed to many things outside your own belief system. Once this happens, it greatly accelerates your process and an inquisitive side comes to the fore. Even just lately. Like, because, like, members of your family obviously have different, like, views. I'm mine, too. But, like, it's, like, one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of during college, too. But, like, I mean, even in high school, it's hard. It's, like, your whole life you're basically seeing opposite viewpoints and then having to be like do I agree with that do I not agree with that like how do I feel about this yeah so I feel like that's part of life but the balance of being in the world but not of it yeah and like not not like judging other people because of what they believe in right like kind of taking it understanding where they're coming from you don't have to agree with it but you can listen to them and and think about it intellectually and not be like mad at them for thinking Mm -hmm. that (laughs) yeah that kind of stuff that's hard it is exactly but I think that's like it's going to be like a lifelong thing probably of working on that but it's something that I think I'm getting better at as I get older I think you are too oh here's the part that I was telling you about earlier a draw to foreign countries you want to experience foreign countries firsthand you are drawn to better understand the individual cultures backgrounds and motivations of the people this helps you to put your philosophy, ideas, and attitudes in alignment for you. Book knowledge is not enough. You want to see how people are living, if the culture works, and whether you respect the moral fiber of the people. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I liked that. And there, there's a lot on travel in here, which I thought was neat, because I do love traveling. You came to the planet with your mindset in a precise social structure, believing that things should be a certain way. You look at your own family environment and say, okay, this philosophy seems to work for my family, but I notice that my friends' families have different philosophies that seem to work for them. How can that be? It's <laughs> <laughs> so basically saying, like, what I said earlier, like, knowing, like, when, like, I feel like when you're a kid, you're like, well, this is what my mom told me, like, this is how it's supposed to be, but then your friend's like, I mean, that's not what we believe in. And yeah. you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, okay, I guess it's not, my parents don't know everything, or it's like, there can be different viewpoints. They know what they know for them. Yeah, like, everybody's different, I guess, I don't know. (laughs) And then it's just talking about, like, seeking the common denominator. But I liked this, it said, you need the the common thread so you can find peace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I don't know if you want to get into, like, the unconscious expression and everything, but I, like, I, I read that, but... I don't remember a lot from those, so maybe. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. Do you want to go to the solar eclipse now, or do you want to do your lunar eclipse so you can compare? Yeah, I can do my lunar one. Yeah. I wrote down stuff from that one because I just found it so yeah. crazy. Yeah, I think you should talk about that. <laughs> I mean, I think I already mentioned it a little bit. Um, I think you might have mentioned it on the <laughs> episode that got deleted. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I don't think we really talked about it because if you remember, I think the episode – before the one that got deleted. I don't know if you had read it yet or if you had, we we didn't really discuss it. Gotcha. So my lunar eclipse, my prenatal lunar eclipse is in Gemini, which I thought was, even just reading that kind of blew my mind a little bit because the lunar eclipse is what your soul is learning to emotionally embrace. And I've literally surrounded myself with Geminis. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting that like 
subconsciously, I created this situation where I'm around a bunch of people who apparently have the kind of energetic things that I'm trying to um, integrate. And I thought that that was really cool that like, obviously I didn't try to do that. And like, just recently I've been like, I love Gemini's, but like, it wasn't like I ever, and like, none of this was ever purposeful. Right. (laughs) It was just what happened. And then now when I look around, I'm like, I really have surrounded myself. Like the people that I like feel like I focus on the most are like Gemini's a lot. I was even watching that Elon Musk and Kanye West uh, interview the other night because uh, Josh talking about Elon Musk and he was also talking about Joe Rogan the other day. That's what I meant to say. Um, Joe Rogan and Kanye West because I started watching Joe Rogan interviews just because Josh loves them. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to watch some. Yeah. But I was even watching Kanye like now with a new perspective. I was like, once again, Gemini as hell. And I was, <laughs> but I was like, wasn't, I don't know. It, yeah. was just, it was just intriguing to me, yeah. but that's another aside. So anyway, my lunar eclipse is in Gemini, which means that my soul is trying to integrate that kind of energy, I guess. I just thought it was really cool that I surround myself with Gemini's yeah. like without thinking about it. And that now that I'm like coming to terms with that, I was like, it is so crazy how you don't have to know anything you're going to do it. Like, right. I mean, like, it's like, you don't have to know astrology. It, yeah. it knows you. don't have you. to read this book. It like. knows you. Like, <laughs> it is, like, it's happening. It's just, it's almost like going to church. It's like coming to an understanding of why things are happening and, yeah. like, coming to a piece of why they're happening. I don't know. It's yeah. just wild. It's just wild to me. When I read wild. that, I was like, that's, <laughs> that's insane. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. So, basically, I'm learning that everyone perceives things differently than I do. And that um, because of that, it's like I already kind of understood that, but apparently because of that, I'm learning um, that in order to explain or teach other people the stuff that my soul has previously learned in other lifetimes, I'm learning the value of communication in a way that everyone that like everyone understands, in a way that like is reachable and understandable by like any person. So it says. You're learning um, that everyone perceives things differently than you do and communicates in a different way than you do so that you can share the knowledge you've gained from previous incarnations. You are often unaware that much of your thought process has been nonverbal and you haven't actually expressed the, like what you think verbally, <laughs> which I, I've already talked about yeah. on the podcast before right. too, where I feel like I feel like I am very like open and upfront, but maybe I'm not like saying the things that like I need to say to like make things because like to me, it's like so much of a relationship or conversation is like energetic yeah (laughs) it sounds so weird to say but like I don't feel like it makes sense but like I don't think that everyone feels like that where like they can like step into a room and like feel that and I think that that's something that I'm having to learn is Mm -hmm. that like you have to express yourself and like there are secrets like people don't know Mm -hmm. what you're feeling right but like that's just seems kind of foreign to me yeah um I don't know. I probably sound weird, but no, I think it makes sense because um, you're you're empathetic and like you can tell. Like I don't feel like people off. have to tell me yeah. for me to know that there's something wrong. And I think yeah. most people will say, "Oh, like yeah, I'm like that too." But I don't, I don't think people understand the level to which I am yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. It says that I know intuitively that in this lifetime I must learn to relate to society, but I also fear doing so because I'm afraid that society's preconceived notions or like what's it called what we were talking about earlier yeah. will like rub off on me yeah so it's like I it because it says in my previous lifetimes I've lived in like monastic lifetimes like I've lived <laughs> like a monk or something yeah. like that and that I was like alone and by myself and I was like cultivating all this wisdom and that now in this lifetime my job is to like 
start start in these coming lifetimes to start like integrating that information back into society which yeah. i thought was super cool because my That's moon's cool. in pisces my ego is aquarius which is the water barrier which mm-hmm. means like bringing information so like I feel like this calling to like explain this stuff that's in my head to people. Yeah. <laughs> and, like I don't know how to do it. And yeah. it's like I, it's like in this lifetime I'm learning how to do it. Yeah. I'm learning how to express myself. Yeah. Basically is what this whole thing was about. It's like expressing yourself authentically and fully in a way that everyone can understand in a verbal way mm-hmm. <laughs> since like that's the way this world works yep. <laughs> is basically what it was saying. And yeah. I thought that was super cool. That was really cool. Um, <laughs> the other thing that was crazy about mine is it says physical motion is very important to you. Movement of the body accelerates your communication skills and thus your <laughs> lifetime's development. And I was like, that is also crazy. Cause really I feel like, up. yeah. Cause I feel like running and like cycling and all those mm-hmm. things, like it, like revs up my ability to like express how I feel. It's yeah. like it like gets the um, like the emotional body moving. Like I don't know. It's like almost like it like moves yeah. those thoughts through me to the point where like I feel like I can express them in like a human way. Yeah, that makes total sense. I feel but like- yeah, so mine like when I read the lunar one, it would just really shook me. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's like spot so on. spot on. Yeah. I don't know if it was just the way I took it, but I mean, it sounds like it's I think exactly what you kind of knew about yourself. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess I didn't know that well, I, I knew it. Yeah, not but, all of it, but yeah. a lot of it, I think you intuitively knew that. Yeah, I always that knew was I you. was a monk. I'm just <laughs> yeah, that's That's why I resonate with Aang from the Air Tribe <laughs> yeah. so much. But anyway, yeah. I thought that was super cool. I, I like that a lot. That was really cool. And it made me feel better about a lot of like weird things. I'm like, why am I like this? Yeah, like it just helps you. That, that's the whole thing about astrology that's nice is you don't have to read it, but if you do, it might make you feel better. <laughs> yeah better understand yourself as you are today my solar was in Taurus my solar eclipse so which is so cool that your solar and my solar are both in our rising signs I know I thought I was wondering like I would like if to see a, yeah. other people's it's like a correlation or something yeah I wonder um, or if it's just like wait if it's not a just like a correl like what does it mean it's like yeah. yeah I don't know if, yeah I would like to read more into it um but it talked a lot about like prosperity consciousness, like just being, I mean, and just, I guess, aware of your finances and like being good with your money and like, I guess, having a good relationship with it. I don't think prosperity consciousness has to only do with money. That's, I I think that's probably what the way it's written, but like, I think that that's something that's just like, yeah, I guess it's not, I don't mean it's the whole thing. I just mean like a bulk of what this talks about is finances <laughs> like weird this is talking about finances but I mean it's not it's not the whole thing it's basically saying like you have a firm foundation and because of that you're able to build on it so like you just naturally I guess are good with your money even if like you're not even if you don't talk about it and I think the purpose of like the point of this is saying like you sh- you need to get more comfortable with like talking to people about that kind of thing and like helping other people realize their potential financially or like to be prosperous in their own lives and it's saying like I mean I don't know I would have to think about this more but it was like you might find yourself around people who are in like bad financial situations or like situations where like they might be struggling with something like a job or like just in a situation that's like not serving them Mm -hmm. and like you need to help them realize their like 
full potential. I mean, yeah. And also you have to realize like you're taking online classes right now to try to be your own boss. Yeah. So that also True. has to do with this. Is yeah. like taking responsibility of your own finances. For my own stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm also like, I'm horrible with money. So <laughs> which like, I guess not that I like spend a lot of money. No. I just meant like, I don't understand it. It makes yeah. no, I'm just like, I'm just lost. Yeah. And I guess, I guess I have an okay relationship with it. I just never really think of myself as somebody who's like good with their money just because like I do like, I, I save a little bit, but I'm not saving like crazy. You know what I mean? But like maybe I treat it's myself. Be- but I think I, it's because you have a prosperity mindset. Yeah. It's like, like, I'm not, I'm not and, a lack And some people mindset. don't. And so they're t- constantly afraid yeah. and they just save every little penny and they never do anything. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that either. I'm just saying no. like, there is a difference between like. I think you're right Understanding though, like, that you have plenty for all that you want and that exactly. more was coming. Exactly. That is prosperity is knowing that you have enough and more is coming. Yeah. Yeah. So it talks a lot about that says like I like this too you are also here to teach the importance of having strong spiritual values which is cool yeah this podcast maybe yeah <laughs> and maybe like how those go together yeah because I think a lot of times like prosperity and money aren't seen as spiritual they're seen as like almost demonic like I think money for so many people is just like an icky like people don't like talking about it like it's yeah. just like a weird taboo topic that like nobody talks about I mean I don't like talking about it but I think it's I don't either I don't either <laughs> I think that's what I'm supposed to, like, learn, maybe. But I also don't understand it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't come innately to me. Yeah. Which people probably are like, how does that, like, I don't know if that's a stupid thing to say, but, like, it just doesn't, I don't understand, like, the money world. Yeah. I'm like, I just get it. And I've always had, like, a good mindset with money. And so I feel like I've always had, like, we've always, like, I've always been okay. Like, yeah. even when I worked in Same. West Virginia. Like, I feel like I've always been well within my means with everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Like, naturally. Yeah. But I don't understand how it works. And I, I don't know, like, I don't know the math. I don't math. keep, like, don't a spreadsheet. The... Yeah. I'm not somebody who, like, creates a budget for myself. Ryan has a spreadsheet. So does Josh. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't. I like, just don't. That's not something. Like, that would freak me out more, I think. Yes. Like, I like I like intuitively being able to, like, balance my yes. money and, like, It know. feels good just having it be intuitive. Yeah. And I don't think people think – I think people think that that's irresponsible. I, yeah. Well, I think – But if, it's not if you really I think are if you were doing like, it correctly. I don't know where all my money's going. Like, what's yeah. going on? And then they're like, well, do you keep a budget? And you're like, well, no. Then maybe – but, like, we're not having issues. So it's like – Yeah. And I feel like we are very – like – I don't know. Like, there's a way to, like, intuitively know, like, yeah. what you... Yeah, like, if you were to ask me, like, I always have an idea of what I've spent that month, even if I'm not actually writing it down and keeping track of it. Like, I know that I'm fine. Like, I know I've been okay. Yeah. I haven't, like, overspent or something. Yeah. Maybe it's, like, learning to let go a little bit. Yeah. And another thing that it said is that you should, or, like, a good job for you would be, like, in the financial... <laughs> sector and I'm like I mean I do work for a financial institution yeah. right now not that I'm like an financial advisor but like that's the industry that I work in so I thought that was funny I mean earth signs like nice things so maybe it's like I think maybe it's, it's like I think it's that I think it's just that like being comfortable with it where it's like you have a good base for yourself and you're not constantly like worried I guess about yeah. it you're not like I don't know and recognizing your own value like knowing how much you're worth yeah. Where it's like you're not gonna take something just because it's a job or just and because so it's whatever. Many people do that. And so many people do that. And I think like I don't think I would do that. Like I think like I like I know that after And I know I would. 
Well, I know I've done it in the past. Right. And that's what I'm saying. That's like a good thing about you is like, you know your worth. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not putting myself down. I'm no. not saying anything. I'm just saying like, I would be like, ooh, $20. Like, yeah, I'll do it. Well, I guess I mean, <laughs> because yeah, I'm, like, because I'm like not And if it was something that you were interested in, then it would be like, yeah, you should do that. Yes. But if it was like, an, if it was a job where I'm like, I'm not interested in this at all and I know it would make me unhappy. Like, I, there are some people who are just like, well, it's it's the money, like, I have to take it. Yeah, but I also think you can see yourself making money. Yeah. Whereas I literally can't in my brain, like I'm <laughs> trying to picture it right now. Like I don't, I can't picture it at all. Yeah. I can't picture myself holding a lot of money. I can't picture myself yeah. like in what aspect would I have a lot of money? Like yeah. I just doesn't even correlate in my brain. I'm like, well, what would I do to make a lot of money? And like, that's how my brain, yeah. Like yeah. I literally, I'm like, what would I do to make a lot of money? There's not a single thing that I can think of that I would do that would make me a lot of money. Like, I literally can't. Yeah. I, like, I'm trying right now. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, what would I be interested in? I guess, in? yeah. And I guess, like, which is not like, that I'm, like, obsessed with it or anything, but, like, I do know in my heart that, like, I can. You're a successful person. Yeah. And, like, I can make more than, like, I know that if I, like, got my own business started, like, I think eventually I could make a decent living off of that. Like, yeah. I know that I can do it. Which is cool. Yeah. I wish I had that thought process. Maybe that's what but like <laughs> but like I just don't and I don't know if it's because of like limiting beliefs or if it's because of astrology or if it's because know. or if it's just because um I'm just like not meant to which I'm honestly okay with either like any of those yeah like I, I'm sure because I don't have any fear about it like I feel like everything's gonna be okay yeah it's not like I think I'm incapable of making money it's more just like I don't picture it and yeah. like I can't think of I'm just like, yeah. I just, whenever just, I think about like, I'm like, what would I even be doing? Like when I have to yeah. wear a suit, like, <laughs> do I have to wear high heels That's to make a lot of desk. money? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean like, do I have to do my hair? Like, what is the, like, I don't know. Like my brain is just like, uh, yeah. and I guess I'm like, and I also am not interested in killing myself for a lot of money. Exactly. Which is like good. Like at all. Which you shouldn't be. Yeah. Like that's not the way that it should be either. But so then, I think it, like you're yeah. at like, you're probably at like a good point where it's like, you're not thinking about it poorly and you're not thinking about it I'm like not thinking that. about it poorly but I probably should think about but it you're more. Just, yeah exactly I think it's just like you're just <laughs> I not should really probably start planning for my future yeah. whatever but I also like why I don't know I think it's yeah and I think that it's like I just want to be at a place where it's like yeah I'm not really worried about it and I'm just kind of like doing it <laughs> yeah like I'm no, already doing awesome. it yeah so I think yours makes more sense than you than you I think it does too and then you like talk it out there's another part that talks about um spiritual prosperity which is cool it talks about seeking equilibrium but you do it in a way where it's like you don't misuse other people and you're not like cheating yourself out of experiences Mm -hmm. to like get to the place that you want to be you're doing it like authentically and like for the right reasons yeah and I'm like that totally resonates with me like I I feel that for sure I think you definitely do things for the experience especially now yeah. Because I think you're the one person, like, I could, I know I could, like, which this sounds so stupid as an example, but it's what popped into my head. Like, I feel yeah. like we could go to Disney World and not take a single picture. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just I just totally like, just enjoy ourselves yeah. being there. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, I don't know, like, a lot of moms. They go there <laughs> just, for like, the purpose yeah. of, like, the photo op or, yeah. like, the, uh, yeah. like Not the, even just Disney World. I'm just saying, like, people do that stuff where yeah. it's, like, we're going for this reason. But, like, I don't feel like you do that yeah. I feel like you go to places to like experience it mm-hmm. and then like you don't really care yeah whether anyone knows that you're right. there yeah we don't have to share or, it like, yeah it's not like a it's not a, yeah. it's not a status thing to like yeah well I appreciate you saying that because I feel like it's probably self-conscious I think most people feel like that 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's hard these days because it's like you do have Instagram and it's yeah. like, oh, should I be like recording that I'm here right now? Like sometimes, even yeah. though it's like you don't have to be ever, but like sometimes I still sometimes feel like, oh, I'm here. I should definitely be taking some pictures. Like this yeah. is my chance. I don't ever feel like I need to take pictures to show people where I am. No. So that they... I just mean for memories. Like yeah, they... for that, it's more like... I don't know. I like to post things that I find inspiring. Like, even if... Like, I don't ever mean to, like, think that I'm inspiring. But I don't think that that's wrong to think. No. Like, I think that, like, the inspiring... Like, parts of my day that would inspire me. Yeah. I like to post that. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm, like... This is what's resonating with yeah, you. Yeah, and I like, I like seeing inspiring things. Yeah. So, like... Sometimes I like to post stuff, mm-hmm. but like yeah, like I I use Instagram all the time. I'm not saying that I don't, but I guess it's just like if I, I go on a trip or something, I don't think I feel the need to like be like, and I went to all of these places, and you're gonna see every single part of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't know. There's thing. definitely like a different energy there. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with posting where you're at. No, I don't think. I think it's just not the purpose for why we're doing those things. Yeah, like, we're not going to that place just to be there for that reason. Yeah, like if you didn't have your phone, you'd be okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I've been really enjoying using my film camera lately yeah. because it's kind of cool going back to the point where it's like, I don't know how this picture's going to turn out, but, like, it'll be really fun and you to, have like, to wait see for this. It. Yeah, you have to wait for it. You have to be patient, and, like, nobody's going to see it right away. Yeah. You're not. You're probably going to forget, like, when I got that role of film developed recently, like, I totally forgot that we had pictures from your birthday on there, and that was so fun to see those way after the fact. Like, yeah. it was almost more special. Like, I, I appreciated them more now than I probably would have at the time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I love, I just love the way they look, too. The- Me, too. I'm, like, I, I bought more film, and I want to, like, start trying to like you i'm just like always like weird about taking it out in public because the flash is like so bright at night <laughs> i feel like i'm like ruining people's sex. oh my god we but should have a film photo shoot that would be when, fun when lexi's um, here yeah, yeah when the friends are here we should take some the pictures. friends the friends because of that first weekend we're gonna have a couple people in town but no, and anyway my dad's gonna be here Oh, yeah. Actually, I think he's only here for, like, the beginning he's of the week. He's here before that, because they come the weekend after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about your solar eclipse? Yeah. So mine, as well, so Jordan's is Taurus, and her rising sign's Taurus, and mine's in Scorpio, my rising sign's Scorpio. Very cool. Don't know what that means. Don't know if that's normal. <laughs> Just, can you tell how little we know? <laughs> We're like, this could be something, could be nothing. <laughs> this could be a clue. <laughs> Right, yeah, we're talking about that. He was watching this documentary on Netflix about this like art heist, and I was like, "Do you think that real oh. life detectives use the word clue?" He's like, "Oh, I found a clue. This is a clue. <laughs> like, you would never call like a crime. You would never call like something. I found you- a clue. Yeah. The detective back <laughs> at a crime scene. You're like, oh, here, I found a clue. <laughs> like what? I wish they did. Like, cause... when do you ever use the word clue in real life? Yeah, you really don't. You don't. I don't. I really don't use it that often. Oh, man. I don't know. So it might be something. It might be nothing. I don't know. But your soul is contracted to teach to others. That's your solar eclipse. And mine is in Scorpio. And once again, this one's pretty spicy. And I was also like, what the hell? (laughs) What the hell? What the hell? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So in this incarnation, you have come to teach your fellow beings about the proper use of power, the right use of will, and how not to misuse your energy. I like that already. I know. And I was like, flexing my muscles. No, <laughs> the right, right way to the bear right, arms. <laughs> the right way to be powerful. 
love that. Ryan called, me, Ryan called me his BMG the other day. And I said, what's BMG? He said, big muscle girl. <laughs> anyway, I that is that. not what this is talking about at all. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Scorpio holds a tremendous amount of energy, which can be used for positivity or negative ends. Hopefully, I choose the positive road. Yeah. I would like to end that way, but we'll see. We'll see where this life takes me. Maybe I'll get really power hungry. You're gonna use it for. I'm for sure people evil. who don't like me think I'm power hungry. Whatever. That's yeah. the other thing that I learned. Um, it basically says, uh, "Well, I'll get there in a second. But basically, uh, when energy is used properly whether it's mental or physical or spiritual or financially, it's healing and extreme. So it's like basically by, I guess what I'm here to teach people is like how to use the power that they have in a positive way. It says you teach the people around you to take control of themselves, to be accountable for their actions and to understand that what is given out comes back to them. The concept that every energy expelled from the physical being, the spiritual being or the emotional being comes full circle to the source is very important to you. And I was like, yes. Like I have a sign in my in my kitchen that says thought creates. Like yeah. I, I really do think that like that's so important. Yeah. Like understanding that you are creating your reality. That's what it says. And then it also says, once again, like you teach people to be held accountable for their actions, their desires, their creations, and that we're responsible for whatever we manifest. You have the unnerving ability to see into the essence of a person and recognize what needs repair and thus you are able to teach um responsibility to people you draw people to you who need to know if there are any cracks in their foundations basically they become aware of any personal weaknesses that they have and so when i next that i wrote triggers because i feel like that is something like that is potentially triggering for people yeah but i don't think that i mean to be like that if i am like that it's more just like i don't know a vibe detector yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. It's a clue. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, a clue. They're like, wait, 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 I didn't want you to see that. <laughs> my clues. Give me that back. Yeah. Oh, God, she sees my clues. This for you. I don't know. Yeah, it says, remember to that you're responsible for shedding light in areas where you expose ills. Um, your energy is here for transformation and for the regeneration. Um, if you yield to the temptation of altering your own behavior in order to elicit a certain response from others, you can find yourself trapped in a vicious cycle. The energy of manipulation actually limits your life experience. And that is something that I feel like I have learned over and over and over again. I'm trying it's, and I don't mean like, that's something I've, and maybe you guys feel this way too. Hearing the word manipulation is very triggering to me. Mm-hmm. because I think I've had a hard time learning that you can positively manipulate people to serve yourself yeah. as well with lacks of boundaries, with trying to make, with people pleasing. Yes. Basically when I'm people pleasing, which I have a tendency to do because I can so see I. the issues. I feel like I can, I can sense, I have my spider senses tingling and yeah. I can sense that there's something off yeah. and I try to fill the gap with myself instead of empowering other people to do it. Yeah. And so I I overcompensate. Exactly. And I feel like sometimes I accidentally manipulate people into not even, I hate, cause I hate that word, but it is what it is. It's, it's me trying to keep other people comfortable while they're in my presence. So I don't have to feel their discomfort. Yeah. And, Which in the moment might feel like you're doing a good thing. But, but like later, it says, it lim- it very much limits me. Yeah. And it keeps me trapped in a cycle. Because going back to my moon lunar eclipse, I am afraid to speak 
negatively. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm afraid sometimes to be like fully honest and to make other people uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's like instead of just being like, you have a really bad attitude. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, like everything's amazing. Yeah. Like, and I do the same awesome. thing. It's it's the I don't like conflict yes. at all. But I also sometimes feel this draw in me that bringing that con that conflict to the light is mm-hmm. what is going to be most powerful and transformative for a person even if it makes them hate me yeah not that i have the answers i'm still just a struggling person on the planet who right. is young and uh doesn't know what they're doing yeah. but i do have this like feeling in me sometimes that like i'm like if you could just be honest with this person mm-hmm. you could help them even if it makes them dislike you yeah like it might be what they need yeah in that moment. and maybe a lot of people feel like that yeah you know, but yeah. it's like that is something that was hard to read was the manipulation thing because that's like something that I've really had to come to terms with is that people pleasing is a form of manipulation because it's, it's it's trying to make people feel a certain way about you or about themselves while they're around you so that you don't have to deal with the consequences of them yeah. being their authentic self yep. <laughs> or you being your authentic self. Yeah. And that's something that I feel like I'm definitely learning. Um, so that was cool to read and be like, okay. And then and anyway... To continue on, it says your power comes from keeping the purest personal integrity and keeping your personal integrity intact allows you to come from a positive place in sharing your knowledge of the workings of the universe, the depth of your spiritual awareness, your understanding of the cycles of life and death and the motivation for behavior patterns of those around you. So more about being integritous and not being swayed into falling in line to keep other people happy. Yeah. Um, you tend to draw people to you who have an improper pro- prosperity consciousness yep. and you teach them to rise above it. Yep. Ours are my, yeah, I don't think similar. mine's is financial, but no, it's just like, but it was my, a lot of it was prosperity consciousness. Yeah. I was talking about. So that, that's cool. Yeah. A cool thing is that like the rising Scorpio mantra in here was how can I empower you? Yeah, I like that. I think that. that that's really cool because these go cool. together. And I feel like that's something that also is like super within my yeah. person, like in myself. Like I just want people to know that like it's I think it scares people to be responsible for their health, to be responsible mm-hmm. for their life, to be responsible yeah. for the things that have happened to them, for to be responsible. Like I've had to come to terms with according to all the stuff that I believe now, I chose my parents. I chose all the conflict that I went through in this life, you know, like most of it. Yeah. And so it's like interesting to like have that having that understanding of your life really flips things on its head and it yeah. makes you I think that that um scares people and they hate that and they think that you're like victim blaming or that you're like disempowering them but I find that to be the most empowering thing that I've ever learned yeah and I think that that's something that I definitely want to teach other people is that like as scary as it can be to take control of your life nothing will give you more power and more satisfaction than taking control of your life. Mm -hmm. And obviously that comes in different forms for different people because clearly I don't know what the fuck I'm doing when it comes to like making money or like doing, I don't know, like there's a lot of things that I don't understand, but I know how to find that inner power Mm -hmm. and everyone's inner power. Maybe it has a different conduit or a different form that it takes, but like I have learned to find that inner like Ah, like like yeah. you know like i i feel unstoppable in certain aspects yeah. of my life and i think everyone should feel like that and that's something that like really lights me up is empowering people in whatever way that i can like i think people need to realize that like they can be healthy yeah it doesn't look the way that you think it is it's a mindset everything comes from that mindset of like i am healthy i am wealthy i am rich i am that bitch i think for a lot of people it's comforting to have the mindset that like this is something I can't control, so like 
I guess that's it. Like, yeah. I'll just accept it. But, like, some things you don't have to accept like that. Like, if you want to feel healthier, then just start thinking that way. And yeah. just start moving in that direction. If you can't think of yourself as someone who's powerful and healthy and strong, then good luck getting there. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no, like, that is the secret sauce. And I think some people see people who have it well in life and then either get mad at them mm-hmm. or, like, think that, like, things are just better for them. Yeah. And, like, I think that that's, like, such an unhealthy mindset to have. Yeah. And I'm not trying to, like, blame victims or anything like that because, like, obviously there are people who are going through significantly worse things. Than, for sure. And I don't even know where to go with that. But it's, like, that's not who I'm talking to when I'm talking right now. Right. I'm not talking to that. Like, you know who I'm talking to when yes. I'm saying this. I'm talking to, like, the people who you talked about a couple episodes back about how, like, when we were in college, we learned that everyone liked to commiserate and, like, have, like, a pity party, basically, on, like, yeah. how hard they were working or how, yes. like, which, that, there is a time and place for that. Yeah. Like, it's life for human beings. Mm-hmm. But if you make your entire, like... Personality. And- yes, about, like, the struggle. <laughs> yeah. Then you will always be struggling. Like, there's the the thought, like, if you're like, oh, like, I work well under pressure, even just saying that means that you're always going to find pressure so that you can work well. Yeah. Like, it's okay to be like, I, instead of saying I work under, well under pressure, having the thought, like, I work well under pressure, just have the thought, I work well. Yeah, right. And, like, I can do anything even in a short amount of time. Like, I have plenty of time. Yeah. Because, like, even a short amount of time would be plenty for you because you work well under pressure. Right. But, like, it's just like little things like that where you're like oh like I work well when I'm stressed like then you're always going to find stress to work well Mm -hmm. or if you're like um I don't know there's like those little little those things where you limit yourself because you don't understand that you're putting yourself in a situation to where you're always going to be in that yeah that stressful situation and you're like oh man I don't know like I can never get ahead of it I'm like well you're creating it over and over again to fulfill this prophecy that you've created for yourself if that's the way you're thinking all the time yeah doesn't it's not surprising that that's what's happening over and over again yeah but anyway now I've gone on a tangent again because once again I don't know what the fuck I'm doing (laughs) with my life but I do know that there's something to that and that it's like it is a through line to everything like your attitude your thoughts become things yes and you're like your emotions and your attitude really are a compass in life like and they help you determine what's north and what's south yeah so anyway i thought that that was really cool and when i read that it like really resonated with me yeah i think Um, that's cool too you can see where other people are on the are on the wrong track and you have the integrity and courage to show them that they can realign themselves with their own best interests yeah more important to help it's more important to help others remove blocks to personal personal empowerment than it is to be tactful or ignore the obstructions i feel like sometimes i can't be authentic in a situation because everyone, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I yeah. want everyone to be happy. Yep. I don't want to feel their hurt feelings. Right. Ugh. You're trying to protect your own. Right. It's just selfish. Yeah. But in the moment, it feels like, no, I'm I'm making the situation better. Yeah. But in, like, later, you Which realize. Which it talks about that, too. It says, you know unconsciously that when we are not embodied, we are androgynous. Jeez, I can't get this out. You know unconsciously that when we are not embodied, we are androgynous, not male or female, but a compilation of both energies. And I think that's pretty cool, too. That, I like that because literally the other night, Josh and I were talking about how when you're um, a fetus, like, everybody starts out as female. And then, like, later, obviously, like, 
they develop like whatever the chromosome and they end up being male but <laughs> we were talking about how like everybody starts out in the womb yeah. as a female I don't think people I don't think people know that <laughs> yeah like that's not something that I don't know I don't remember learning that in school it's like Mike Julia has talked about this and I think he said it's so great he was like do you think that like in the infinite intelligence of what is and like this ever-expanding ginormous universe that we live in and that's just maybe one universe out of a thousand micro like I mean macro verses or whatever yeah or multiverses yeah that's what it is yeah um he's like you think that there's just like two genders right and that like, like it's, so it's like a male and a female he's like it's like yeah. it's so funny like get over your fucking it's just, bullshit it's like, like it's so like it, but it's when it, you think about it that way where it's like everybody starts out the same anyway like okay then why is there if we all start out as one thing in the beginning then like why do we even have i don't know it's just so arbitrary yeah. right like it's like okay well it's at that dumb. point like why What's it's all made up it is it is they just made, made it up because they were like oh. but everything's a concept and that's yeah. the other thing that i feel like it's so hard to like for people to understand i'm like literally everything that you can think of in your head is just some sort of concept that we, you're projecting we just made something and you're so taking it, it all sense. in. Yeah, yeah. But you're also just like absorbing all these concepts that you were taught ever since you were a kid. And like, I don't think people think it's like, they're like, I just can't unabsorb this. I'm like, yeah. actually you can. Like yeah. that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like most human adults who are like our parents' age or older, like our grandparents, are all just children who grew up Yep. who still have like they all have like mommy and daddy issues and they're like this my the reason why i'm like this is because someone was mean to me when i was seven and i'm like that's every single person on the planet when are you gonna get over it right like when are you gonna like because like do you think that that's their job to right. fix that yeah like it's not it's you it's sad that whatever happened like everyone has everyone has been bullied mm-hmm. everyone has been tormented yeah and and that's a varying shade. Like, there have been different levels of that mm-hmm. for everyone. So I am not saying that you haven't had it worse or less than anyone else. Right. But everyone's had shit happen yeah. to them. So it's like, at the end of the day, that is not the uh, the external world's job to fix that for you. Right. Hey, guys. This is Editing Jordan. The volume cut out um at the end of the episode so i just wanted to say thank you for listening and go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't um and we'll see you next week Mm -hmm.